Welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Coming to you from the Mega Man Network, I'm David Oxford, perhaps better known around these parts as LBD Night Train. Joining me as always is my cornered co-host, Brian Protodude Ostrin. He's got me in the corner, folks. I have no idea where I'm going. I'm just trapped in the corner. But you know what? I like it. I like this corner. How's it going? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's going. Um, just, uh, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. That's, yeah, okay, that's my know. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's 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 been kind of rough lately, but I'm kind of you know getting things back together. I guess you could say. Yeah. Trying to get my output back into a good good place. Yeah. Likewise. Uh bit of a crazy week at work, you know, and this weather. Ugh. I, I'm you know just ready to watch some fully charged episodes. Right on. So, with that, let's get on to our uh, episode of the, well, episode. (laughs) Today we're looking at episode 15 of Mega Man Fully Charged, Drill of the Hunt, by Kevin Summers and Man of Action. The description reads, Mega Man tries a quick fix using Hypno Woman's powers to rehabilitate Drill Man to disastrous results. Wow, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say beyond the synopsis there, because some, sometimes the synopsis pretty much tells you, like, everything you need to kind of figure the rest out, and yeah. uh, sometimes, like, you know, you need a little more filling in, but um, I, I think this one kind of covers things uh, pretty pretty succinctly, I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward, to the point. Yeah, it, it, the devil's in the details, and that's what we're going to get into mm-hmm. here. Uh, what, 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 what stuff stuck out to you? Uh, first, let me just say, we had a very accurate representation of elementary school, middle school. That scene with the recorders, so painful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to hear that every day. <laughs> so, so it's more accurate than the politics, from what I'm hearing. It's so much more accurate from the politics. You know, it's, it's one of those things where the kids, they try their best. It's just, eh. And, you know, we have to make the parents sit through these concerts these recorder concerts that we, we, we put on every now and again. And, you know, they, they do their best with a straight face, the parents. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not a pleasant sound. <laughs> it, it really sounds like one of those cases where, like, this is where the phrase misery loves company was coined because I, I it, it doesn't sound like the, maybe necessarily the uh, performers, the students want to be there. It doesn't sound like the teachers really want to be there. It doesn't sound like the parents want to be there. Everybody's just no. suffering for the benefit of everyone else's suffering. It was so accurate. Like, you could tell whoever, I don't know, scripted the scene, did the sound design here, they knew exactly what was going on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, yeah, right off the bat, that just that resonated with me. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> And I would just like to take a moment to mention that um, 
our uh, editor, Chris Hoffman, who lives in California, has informed us that no uh, Californian uh, school politics, as discussed in a previous episode, are not like what you see on TV and in movies and also who knows where that trope came from. Maybe it used to be that way. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Like may, 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 maybe in the 70s and or 60s or something and the people growing up with it just kind of rolled it forward and... Now we're seeing it like, you know, in Mega Man Fully Charged in the year 2018, in which the show itself prob- might even take place in a further year. So it's so far out of time that it's kind of hilarious at this point. I don't know. Anyway, uh, one, one thing that I uh, enjoyed in this episode was the uh, light bulbs that were coming whenever Mega Man got an idea. Uh, yeah, they were oh, a yeah. little pixelated. And they kept the way they kept popping up inside of his head and like disturbing Mega Mini and... It's like ah, ah, um, ah was yeah, funny. <laughs> oh man, like didn't that, didn't that happen in like an earlier episode too? The light bulb, and he was like, "Whoa!" or something. Yeah, I think yeah. it happened, but it was just the one, so it was just right. kind of like a subtle thing. But then yeah. it's like I think he had like two or three of them here. There, yeah, there was like two or three. So like, <laughs> I think he's being blinded by the end. Yeah, it's if I great. Correctly. Oh, Mega Mini. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that was one thing that that kind of stood out to me, like. He kind of disappeared midway through the episode, right? Like, he just kind of... There was no more Mega Mini. You know, I didn't even notice. Yeah. But yeah. now that you mention it... Um, what, which was kind of interesting. Like, he's, he's there throughout, but he just kind of he faded out there. Maybe he was too busy being blinded. Or he was just dead at that point. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, not Mega Mini. <laughs> I know a lot of people would be cheering at the death of Mega Mini, but I, I can't help it. I like the little guy. I don't know I do. why. I like it's Mega just, Mini. I don't know. He he almost feels like viewer surrogate at times. Yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. Yeah, the we, we talked before about how great Dr. Light is. And um, I just love the part where Dr. Light's, like, you know, talking to Mega Man, and Mega Man just, like, kind of walks away after he gets his own... Uh, Hairbrained idea, and then Doctor Light's just like, "I'm a good parent." <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, gosh, Light might just be the best part of the show. We we need more Light. We need more of his background. We Seriously, just he, he's need more. He's just been consistently great. And you know, once again, huge props to Gary Chalk. I I I can't imagine this Light with any other voice. It's 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 wonderful. I know, it's great. It's Who would ever have imagined that in any Mega Man media that wasn't like, you know, maybe some sort of like classic series prequel or something, that Dr. Light would just like, you know, steal the show whenever he's like, you know, around. Oh my gosh, I know. Because, I mean, he really doesn't have that much character. I mean, he's mostly been portrayed kind of like, oh, he's the good doctor, the good scientist. But th- this Dr. Light is really like multifaceted. I, I yeah. He's he's almost relatable. Like I, I think he's like, I'm I'm pretty sure he's older than we are. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the same time, he just feels like I don't know. He's like a very like brawny, you know, the brawny paper towel guy kind of. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I don't know. You know, old but a golden old. <laughs> Uh, I, I know some people. I think they were kind of down on like uh, Buff Doctor Light or what? What was? I'm sh- there was like a name that was bouncing around for him or something. Like, Daddy Doctor Light. Daddy Doctor Light. <laughs> I don't remember that one, but okay, yeah, that that makes sense. 
That makes okay. a scary amount of sense because, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> who who wouldn't want a piece of that action in some way? I want it. I like those khakis. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what 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 else stood out for you in this episode? Um, I felt pretty sympathetic toward uh, Drillman. He he genuinely wants to be, you know, who he used to be before, you know, his father came and swapped out his hands for drills. Uh, I just felt pretty bad for him. You know, Mega Man was kind of a, kind of a schmuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. At at the end of the episode, like you know, just Drillman, he had a part that it was just a a bit touching, and it was just you know, like where Mega Man's like apologizing, and like you know, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's like you feel for him before, but, you know, yeah, it felt like something, like, really kind of connected there. Yeah. That said, Drillman's DJ identity and the pixel art bits with it were fun, if a little bit confusing. I guess the pixel art was how he saw things, and that's not quite what reality reflected. Yes, I think that's what they were trying to do, because, like, everybody in reality was, like, you know, wincing, and, oh, this sounds terrible, and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was making a completely, like, different sound during the 8th. Yeah. It was that kind of thing. That's my attempt at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if it... I'd probably have to watch it again with that in mind for it to come through, because I don't think they've used the uh, pixel transitions like that before, so I'm not used to it, like, you know, not depicting some form of reality, so I think that kind of caught me a little off guard. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, one other thing, like, you know, uh, around that scene was they also had a nice glow effect on Mega Man with, like, you know, just different lights, like, you know, kind of uh, oh yeah, glowing more during the nighttime scene. Yeah, yeah. Great, like, art style, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you got anything else uh, for us? Um, no, this was an all right episode. Very uh, pleasant. Like, uh, it's like, it has more impact if you've seen the previous Drillman episode. So I yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this one to be like, oh, you should watch this episode if you want to get into it. But, uh, yeah, it's got some nice continuity. But, um, yeah, speaking of continuity, it's uh, kind of a weird thing. Like, you know, the way the side effects, like, you know, seem to be uh, coming later after so many uses of uh, the special weapons. It's kind of odd, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been, like, not quite consistent. Yeah. It, it works when it needs to work for the episode. It's it's just weird to me that, like, you know, okay, he'll get something, and then it's like he has to learn to use it, and then later he's, like, uh, having, like, uh, like he, he can use it freely without any problem. But lately, uh, like with the uh, Iceman episode, um, it's, he, he's, like, been using it for a while, and then all of a sudden these issues, like, start to crop up, and it's just, you know. Yeah. And it's also kind of weird that they're active when the schematics aren't even loaded, like, here, you know? Right. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a little... It seems a little inconsistent. Maybe there's a reasoning behind it, but, you know... I, I don't know. I kind of liked it where... Like, the way they had it before, where it's like, you know, Mega Man has to kind of master the schematics before he can, like, use them freely. And now it's just like he's been using them... Some of them without, like, uh, any issue. And then all of a sudden these problems crop up, and it's just kind of... Yeah. Well, I guess that's computers for you. Maybe, maybe. They don't make any sense. Not to me, anyway. <laughs> Might be a human error, like, you know, inconsistency, inconsistency between the writers, or... I don't know, maybe... I don't know, maybe yeah. it's changing. Speaking from a, uh, an in-universe perspective, I mean, just 
computers are weird. I know yeah. this to be true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was a pretty good episode, and just the way things kind of came, you know, together at the end with Drillman and Mega Man, and it, it kind of gives you hope for Drillman that maybe later on, you know, there will be hope for him. Yeah. I hope there's there's hope for all these Robot Masters. I, I like them all, you know? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're all fun, definitely full of personality and intrigue. Yeah, yeah. All right, now with the episode covered, it is time to do the news. All right, so as of this recording, uh, we've got some interesting recent developments with not so much Mega Man, but Rockman over in Japan. Um, Capcom has teamed with Red Bull to promote Rockman 11, as well as uh, an ice skating event they've got going over there. And uh, to do so, they've got kind of a mini-game, like a in-browser mini-game contest thing. Mm-hmm. Would you like to tell our listeners a little about it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they partnered with uh, Red Bull Crashed Ice Yokohama. Um, I, we can assume that's, like, I don't know, a, a hockey team over there. But uh, to do that, they've they've made this, this cute little 8-bit, uh, like, flash game almost, Um where you you are racing uh, a tundra man on an ice rink and your job is to kind of you know beat him and get the best time um the controls are very simple but not very great <laughs> most most <laughs> no. people i've talked to are having a really hard time just completing the thing but it, it's 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 interesting there, there are two controls click to jump and like drag to uh do a speed boost yeah and it- for as simple as the controls are, they are kind of lousy. Because I will click and not get a jump, and it's just, what? <laughs> yeah, n- not much went into the controls, you can tell. Um, I've, I've never been able to hit the dash to work. So I guess, I have. yeah, oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the real kind of kicker with this is if you pick up a can of Red Bull, like this 8-bit sprite of Red Bull... Mega Man turns into, I'm sorry, Rockman turns into Red Bull Rockman. And he gets kind of like a Red Bull color scheme, and he grows these wings. You know, Red Bull gives you wings. And you move a bit faster. You're kind of invulnerable, too. And they even made this really spiffy piece of artwork that goes with it. And it just it looks fantastic. Yeah, the wings look really neat. And as you said, he's got a Red Bull color scheme. Yeah. I didn't notice it at, on uh, first glance, but looking at the picture later, I noticed that his buster actually has that kind of pseudo checkerboard thing going, like the Red Bull can. Yeah. With, like, a red barrel. Altogether, it looks pretty neat. I mean, they, they should be offering up, like, a little, like, figure or something with that. Yeah, seriously. Like, some, some actual thought went into this this design. It's It's pretty cool. So yeah, this is just kind of a fun little one-off thing. Um, I don't think it's going to be around for a long time. I think uh, they kind of mentioned to be here till like mid or late December. So play it when you get the chance. Yeah, who knows? The game might stick around, but the contest, uh, there are some prizes you can win, but you have to live in Japan in order to be eligible. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Yeah, some uh, Red Bull swag. Red Bull Mega Man swag. Red Bull Mega Man swag. You can even win uh, Rockman 11 for the PlayStation 4. 
Out of curiosity, though, okay, like, I've played, I've picked up the Red Bull can, I've uh, had that bit of fun, but there are also E-Tanks there. Uh, have you gotten one of those to see what that does? I haven't made it far enough. <laughs> okay, because it looks like they're, like, kind of uh, almost pitching it, like, okay, like, you know, E-Tanks are like, yeah, those are cool, but Red Bull is, like, really the thing. They give you wings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Um, so if you do happen to get far enough if you beat tundra man something really neat happens uh you get to challenge airman oh really yeah 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 you can challenge him to airman's theme too and apparently that's even harder yeah they have a some kind of like like they call it like extra hot challenge or something like that (laughs) yeah so good luck with those controls you're gonna need it i wonder if they didn't make the controls that way just to you know limit the number of potential winners or something maybe that's a good good thought you know yeah, it, maybe, maybe there's some trick to it or something that's not immediately obvious i don't know yeah very interesting indeed and with that that'll do it for this episode of the fully charged podcast as always you can find us on soundcloud or you can check us out on itunes and google play the hosting fee is ours but the choice is yours and if you'd like to find me outside of the Fully Charged Podcast, you can find me at the MM Network on Twitter or Tumblr. You can also find me on the Mega Man Network on Facebook and at themmnetwork.com for the website. And you can find me, ProtoDude, on Twitter at ProtoDude. And you can check out my blog, Rockman Corner. Just Google Rockman Corner, or if you're feeling fancy, you can find it at www.rockman-corner.com. And for Proto Dude, this is LBD Night Train signing off and everlasting peace out.